0: Hello and welcome to this episode of The Divorce Diaries. I am joined today by Charles from um, Warner Solicitors, he's a family lawyer and we're going to be talking about who is the best person to reach out to when you are going through the process of divorce. Hi Charles. Hi Farhana, how are you? I'm good. Good. Okay, so let's start off, Charles, I have, I'm have i in a number of different groups on social media and um, there are some really interesting conversations going on um, about who are the best professionals to reach out to when you're going through the process of divorce. And there are some casual conversations going on and I'm just going to bring it up on my phone
1: here. This is people looking for recommendations? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. people
0: looking for recommendations. I mean, just from different communities of men and women who are going through the initial process of divorce. And someone says here, um, you know, that they're looking for a good mediator. So not a family lawyer, a mediator, and they want some help with arrangements and schedules for their children, but they're struggling, you know, to find a good mediator, because their experience in the past has been that um, it's felt very one-sided. The mediator has been on one side, you know, um, of the, the couple's situation. Um, and then also, and I'm scrolling down the comments, interestingly, people are saying, well, that they found mediation to be a waste of time um, because it just doesn't get you what you want at the end of the day. Um, and also that family lawyers are really expensive and will cost you a fortune and, you know, just be a waste of money as well. Um, so I'm feeling a little bit confused. Can you help me out here? What is the difference between, say, a family lawyer and a data? Let's start off there.
1: Well, there's a, there's a really big difference mm-hmm. for harder because a lawyer is genuinely going to be um, considering one person's best interests. They are um, hired out and paid for by one person. So they're going to be doing what they're told to do. Whereas a mediator, generally speaking, is appointed to act as a go-between between between those two people. They're not there to look after one person or to prioritise one person. They're actually there to try and help both people. I mean, I thought those comments were really interesting. And actually for us as lawyers and Divorce professionals, it's quite an interesting perspective to understand what other people were really thinking. Yeah. Now, I'm a big fan of mediation. I'm not a mediator. The thing about a mediator is <laughs> there are different types of mediator. And often what we do is we refer to whether or not what hat you're wearing. So there are family solicitors who are also mediators. So they're like dual qualified. But equally, there are non-lawyers who are mediators. And of course, the thing about mediation is it isn't just for uh, couples whose relationship have broken down. There's other forms of mediation. There's mediation where you have civil disputes. There can be mediation for things like building disputes, etc. But in the area we're looking at, family mediators, you tend to have two different types of mediator. You have the solicitor or barrister mediator. So that's someone who is traditionally qualified as a solicitor or traditionally qualified as a barrister. And they, if you like, have two different types of client. They have their normal client whom they're representing and advising, looking after their best interests. And then they have their mediation clients where they're acting in that mediation go-between role. Right. Okay. Other types of mediators, there's no sort of traditional name, but I tend to call them what I call pure mediators, which is people who are not legally qualified, but who have chosen to become a mediator. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't, always have the same level of legal knowledge because they're not uh, a qualified lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, but they're equally uh, adept at helping people. And that's really what mediation is all, all about, is helping people.
0: Okay, so let me get this right. You get to mediator as a couple, well, not as a couple, but two people coming together where the relationship has broken down, communication has broken down, and they need somebody neutral to mediate the the discussion and the arrangements. Is that right? That's
1: right. And really what they're trying to do is give that couple an agenda and a clear steer of the sorts of things they need to think about and talk about. And hopefully if you like, keep them on the right track. Because sometimes what happens is when a couple try and deal with things themselves directly, they don't understand the law or they don't understand what their options are and they can end up heading sort of or veering off in the wrong direction yeah. whereas the idea is the mediator keeps them in on a on a safe route if you like um That's
0: good. so what and then um so why would somebody so you go to a family lawyer if you wanted somebody to just represent yourself and you wanted to have a conversation one on one about your needs, your best interests, and what you want for yourself as the outcome of the divorce. That's right. A lawyer is appointed, instructed to meet your look best after needs, your yeah. interests, look after your interests, and really, and they're looking at it from a very legal point of view. What is uh, you know what
1: is possible legally? They're looking at it from your perspective, what you want. So in a lot of situations, there's absolutely room for an individual to have a mediator and their own lawyer. The mediator is hopefully helping them find this sensible route or solution, but then their lawyer can be in the background giving positive encouragement and saying, look, you're on the right track, explaining what the, um, the spectrum is, where their case is likely to come to a conclusion, what's a good outcome, what's a bad outcome, and hopefully assisting the mediation process.
0: Right, I see. Yeah, that makes it really clear, actually. Um, and I'm so glad that we're having this conversation now. Um, you know, I'm a couple of years down from having my divorce and have rebuilt my life again. I'm in a space where I am thriving. So I have the the level of well-being and the bandwidth to, to be able to process this information now, and it's very clear to me, and I hope for our listeners as well, whichever state you are going through in the process of divorce, that this is giving you some more clarity as well. However, when I was going through my divorce, and it sounds like from the comments that I'm reading here in, in these groups, these forums, is that there is so much confusion around who who are the best people to turn to initially when you're going through the process of divorce because it can be very complex legally. Um, Emotionally, it's incredibly traumatic and um, complicated for many people. And and yeah, this breakdown of communication is is so um, such, such a big thing, obviously, as you're going through the process of divorce. And what people are finding when I'm reading these forums, and what I found as well, is that, you know, we went to family mediation ourselves, and so I have some of these people, and what they're saying is that they felt that even in mediation, that the mediators was leaning to one side. Why would that be? And why, why would somebody walk away feeling like?
1: I think I think it's difficult, obviously, because we don't know the specific uh, facts of their situation. But I imagine it, you know, the, the certain difficulty is that we've got basic facts in every case. We've got basic parameters. There is only so much money. There is only so many assets. The 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 husband and wife already have. Certain roles in that maybe one of them works full time, maybe one of them works part time, or vice versa, etc. So, inevitably, sometimes you're going to find that when you come to mediation, you're not going to necessarily particularly like where the direction of travel is. And that's partially because of that's the sort of background to your case. So if, you give, if you give an example that you have a husband and wife where the husband's always worked full time and the wife's always worked part time, and then the marriage breaks down and a lot of cases and i mean this no way unkindly suddenly the husband says oh well I, you know i want to spend more time with the children and from the wife's perspective she feels like well that's a bit unfair because actually he didn't want to do that when we were together why does he want to do it now so there's a sort of adjustment for everybody's expectations really and and that's the point about mediation is that expectations. so ideally clients have a mediator i'm a big big believer in mediation it's so any agreement that you reach with your your ex together it's always much more likely to work than one that has been imposed on you by a judge Mm -hmm. yeah if you find a solution together Mm -hmm. you're actually more likely to actually make it work and to implement it um but you still need that help that that lawyer Mm -hmm. so a lot of clients come to us and they've already started the mediation process. That's fantastic. We then help them in the background and we sort of make sure they're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Other clients come to see us first and one of the things we can do is help them identify the right mediator for them. Okay. That takes us back to the point you just made about I didn't feel like the mediator was on my side. Yeah. Now, um, we're in a fortunate position where there are lots of mediators out there. and Like everything, there are some that are better than others. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... Honestly, I've never, in my career, got the impression that there was a mediator who was specifically, um, you know, more favoured to one person or the other.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't personally experience that myself, but this is what people are experiencing. You know, they are saying that they, they, their experience of mediation. I'll just read out one of these comments: is that um, I sat in with a mediator with my ex, and he allowed my ex to just shout at me for two hours, and then handed me a bill at the end of those two hours. And I felt unheard and bullied. Wow, particular words. Um, we don't know what the individual case is and the background is there, but...
1: That should never happen in mediation. Yeah,
0: that should never happen. That's not
1: suitable be- behaviour for mediation.
0: Absolutely. Um, but what I'm, what I'm wondering is that even before you go into family mediation or go and see a lawyer is that when you first decide that divorce is the only option now, you know, um, and that this, this relationship has completely broken down beyond any kind of repair, is I think sometimes people are really unprepared to have these much more serious conversations about what their future is going to look like um, from a well-being perspective.
1: So they're going in,
0: like you said, you know, where the, the mother has been, it, the woman has been a full-time mom, let's just say very traditionally, yeah. and the, 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 the husband has been working full-time, and now suddenly he wants to have 50% of the responsibilities of, of the child, and the emotional side comes up. So it can be the frustration, the anger, the resentment from both sides, and they can blur and mar those, those, um, converse, those really important conversations that you then go in to have in family mediation and with a family lawyer as well. Um, and I think that's where sometimes people's experiences can um, be um, not, I don't want to use the word tainted, but people come up with these experiences feeling like it's the The lawyers or the professionals they're working with, where really emotionally they are actually they don't have the the clarity that they need in order to get the outcomes they want for themselves and for their families.
1: I think that's right, and I think we've talked about in the past, haven't we, Arthur? That the difficulty is that often when a marriage or a relationship breaks down, one uh, person is actually much further down the train tracks of. The emotional decision that this marriage is over than the other, and then when you have that big gap in how the parties feel, how they feel about the breakdown of the marriage, inevitably emotion comes into it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's sort of the underlying issues that I see in some of these, com- you know, these comments, uh, these experiences that people are having. And that's it's not their fault. It's not because no, not at all. You know, that they're being ignorant or anything like that. It's just as a society we sometimes unaware and unconscious of the, the serious emotional trauma that we're experiencing, you know, in divorce. It's one of the biggest things you'll ever go through in your life, if you do. And I just think we don't realise, as individuals and as a society, the immense strain it has and how it can influence everything, all your decisions, if you don't care, take care of your well-being,
1: um, in, a, in a responsible and safe way. But What we've got to remember, and it's so easy to forget, is that for so many people, going through a divorce is a whole series of experiences they've never had before. They've never had to go and sit in a room with a mediator mm-hmm. and talk through these really emotional subjects about the children. They've certainly never had to come and talk to a solicitor because most of them have only ever seen a solicitor briefly for buying or selling a house. Mm-hmm. And they've certainly never been to court and had to sit in the room with the judge. So there's a inevitably it's a really uh difficult and demanding experience. And the one thing I just wanted to go back on, go back to about those comments is that obviously, whilst mediation is suitable for so many people, it's not suitable for everyone. Ah,
0: okay, brilliant. I would love to have a bit more of a conversation with you about this point in maybe another conversation soon. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much today for you know giving us a lot more clarity about the difference between family mediators and family lawyers, um, and the things that can also get in the way of making um, uh, those conversations with professionals
1: effective and giving you the best outcomes as well. Thank you for watching this episode of the Divorce Diary series.
0: This series focuses on a number of casual chats about divorce with myself, Fahana, the divorce doula, and a number of family lawyers from all solicitors.
1: If you enjoyed this episode of the Divorce Diaries, please do check out the other episodes available in the series.
0: And please do comment in the comments box below if you've got any questions for us or if there's a particular topic you'd like us to cover. Thank you.